Welcome back, everyone, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me, as always, from his wonderful family room with that nice little baby grand piano, Mr. Andy Molitor. How are you? Yeah, there's a Steinway back there. Uh, I don't play as much as I used to, but I still do like to tickle the ivories from now and then. Um, yeah, you were just complaining about staying up late for the game. I didn't stay up. I just I, I read the tea leaves. I'm like, well, Nuggets are playing well at home today. I'm done. I'm gonna go to bed. I watched the early one. That was fine. Well, you know, whatever. We'll we'll get there. And you know what? To tell you the truth, I, that's a lie. I didn't watch the early one. I ended up just you know not paying attention at the end there because it just got to be an ugly blowout. So paid attention at the beginning on the score bug with Drew, and then went home a little bit at the end. And yeah, that was a uh, ugly beat for the Heat. I know some people that are wanting to lump on them when they get uh, head back to Miami. I'm not sure I'm super excited about that sort of look. But, uh, yeah, the playoffs go on. And uh, just because a team gets the shit beat out of them doesn't mean – it's almost like the regression went too far. Like, oh, the, the Bucks can't make a damn shot, especially a three. And then all of a sudden what, – what's our guy's name? Um, Brandon. Um. Oh, Forbes, Bryn Forbes. Bryn Forbes, you know, just shoots just the lights out. Uh, Pecan shoots like, I think he started three for three or four for four. Just both, I mean, those are both bench guys, right? Like, yeah, that they was don't really pretty start amazing. a shooting guard. Yeah. So those guys come off the bench and just light it on fire. The game's out of hand instantly. It got ugly. So, um, yeah, the, the bad game there. I mean, good for us. Congrats on your four and a half. I laid some five because I couldn't find a four and a half by the time I remembered should it. Should have laid 15. Yeah, I should have laid every alt <laughs> spread. I should have laid every alt team total over, heat team total unders, jeepers, cripes. But, uh, yeah, a lot of fun there. Not uh, not a big night of the NBA. It's funny. I, I mentioned I loved how they did the – you know, four games and four games, and now they're getting all screwed up. So three games tonight, a little better, but uh, player props weren't brutal, uh, Kyle. It depends which ones you bet. <laughs> Maybe they were for you. I didn't really play any. I played two. They they juiced out, whatever. So I had some Jokic assists overs that didn't work out. I was excited. He had three in the first quarter, but they bumped him down to two for some reason. He got de-assisted. D assisted. That's never great. I don't love that right off the bat. Um, Figure home scorekeeper would leave it on there. Yeah. The the official ruling apparently was changed on the assist. It's not, it's not like hockey where you can get tripped. You know, three guys can get an assist. Speaking of hockey, before we get into tonight's NBA, my guys, the wild, I don't really follow all that closely, but like they staved off elimination. We'll head back to St. Paul. I think tomorrow for game six of the X. So I yeah, guess I'll, I'll cheer for the wild a little. I mean, if anybody, if anybody can uh, in the, in the chat, there has a hockey play. I will legitimately put you on the screen and be like, this is our, this is our user hockey pick for the day because I don't have any hockey picks. I don't even know who plays tonight. Actually, I have my score app up. I have the WNBA scores. Looks like Maple Leafs Canadians and Preds Hurricanes. Preds kind of came snarling back there. Now it's 2-2. Carolina's laying, laying about $2 tonight, but, ah, man. I kind of I don't I'm not going to lay two dollars. I'm already very invested in the Hurricanes, so hopefully, uh, hopefully the Canes get it done and we can just take care of that series all together. 
And then, yeah, Kyle says, he got hooked on the Giannis rebounds under. It's amazing how those player props often will find the the median projections that they put out and end up right there. So Patrick says, seeing an NHL game in Nashville is surreal. Nash Vegas, baby. That's, that's on a bucket list. I've never been down. I've been to Tennessee. I just never have partied down in Nash Vegas. That's a bucket list for me. So no picks tonight I've seen in the sheet, but uh, we can go over the games quick, I guess. Boston yeah. and Bro- yeah, Boston and Brooklyn, that's another big number. I asked Drew this question last night. I kind of want to ask you, if you had to pick a series, which series is most likely to be a sweep? Because this is not the one he picked. If I had to pick a series, most likely to be a sweep at this point, it's it's probably the Sixers. Um, it's the Sixers or Brooklyn, probably. But I think it's the Sixers. I think Boston will, will get a game at home. I actually don't think we're going to get any sweeps. I think the Sixers lose a game in Washington. You know, gentlemen sweep there. But if I had to pick a team, I think the Sixers probably sweep. It's hard to see anyone else going back through. We've already had no chance of a sweep in Denver, Portland. And, you know, I'm not expecting the Mavericks to sweep. I'm not expecting the Suns to sweep. Try to think of going through the other series, but no, I, I think that's pretty much it. I'd probably say the yeah. Sixers have the best chance. I think we we landed on Brooklyn and the Sixers. He went with the Sixers, so yeah, Brooklyn at home again, laying ten. We talked about this too, laying nine. Excuse me, almost ten, but it, it's going to be one of those where yeah, Brooklyn might sweep, might be a gentleman sweep, but they might not cover all these numbers because this is just if if they cover this, it's going to go up. You might see. Well, it'll head back to Boston. That'll be uh, interesting to see what they hang there. But if they do cover this, I might be interested in Boston when they return home. 228 for a total there. And then this is the one where it got a little interesting based off the not only the game one number, but the game one result. L.A. Lakers, a two-point favorite in Phoenix, total 210. Are we seeing, are we seeing a weird adjustment on that one? It's partially because DeAndre Ayton's out, so he's yeah. worth a couple points, probably two, something in that range. And then Chris Paul isn't 100%. Um, we don't know what happened to him last game. They said it's a stinger. I'm still not sure what that is after years and years of watching football and hearing about whatever the heck that is. He could be okay. He should be okay. So you have some adjustments for that. And then the Lakers, again, coming off a loss, there's always a little bit of adjustment the other way. So I think this is mostly an injury adjustment. Um, sure. But if Chris Paul's playing and he's healthy – Phoenix should still be in a nice spot here. We'll see how it goes. I mean, Aiton's important, but I don't know that he's necessarily crucial. The problem is the guy's coming in behind him. You know, it's going to be a lot of Dario Sarge tonight, and that's not going to be great. So make sure you pay attention to those minutes. That's kind of what I'm going to be doing. Um, again, this is on late, so I'm not sure how much of this game I'll watch. But if I see Sarge come in or, or play in big minutes, I'll probably look to grab some Lakers live when he's on the floor. Nice guy, very good player, but just really not athletic enough to be on the floor and not defensively good enough to be on the floor here. So I think this number makes sense to me. I keep staring at Phoenix and talking myself out of it, but we'll see how it goes again. I'm feeling pretty good. We've got our Phoenix series price. We're up one, nothing. So I'll just let that ride. Yeah. That's the other thing. You're already sitting on a pretty nice series price there. And yeah, I get it with the injuries and maybe one more, one more game for LeBron to get a little healthier too. Maybe that's the, after that, that nasty spill he took the other day too. So hopefully, you know, thoughts and prayers out to Bron Bron. Hopefully he's feeling better. The other late game, I think this is even later. This is like, 10 30 yeah, Eastern time. This is going to be, this is not finishing until tomorrow. If you're on the East coast, Dallas at the Clippers. So God, 
how would that have worked? How do they do that in the playoffs if both LA teams are like luckily an LA team ended up with a lower seed, I guess. So it kind of works out. But yeah, at the Staples, uh, seven point favorites for the clips, total two sixteen. It'll be uh, interesting to see. Yeah, this was a Hawaii's gonna what, be guarded. What was the game tonight? one number? The game one number was, I believe, Clippers minus eight. Might have got natural sure. minus nine. It was somewhere in that range. So adjusted down a little bit for the Dallas win. The Clippers, again, are going to put Kawhi on Luka, which will be the interesting switch tonight. We'll see if that you know is enough to slow the Mavericks down. Again, I think we'll see some regression. Not like, as you mentioned, as much as we saw last night with Milwaukee and Denver. But a lot of these home teams in game one came out and really shot poorly. Again, not really sure what that is. Again, could be first game jitter, something with fans. Who knows? But... I think we'll see a little regression for the Clippers. They'll they'll be able to shoot a little bit better. So, again, this is a situation where I'm looking at the Clippers and I keep thinking about it and staring at it, but I just haven't gotten there yet. So, it's probably Clippers or pass for me tonight. But, again, the big thing for me is seeing how Kawhi does against Luka. Sounds like you might want to live bet tonight. <laughs> that's a tough you, you part. I don't want to stay up late again, but that's yeah. the best way to attack a lot of these. Yeah, you're on the fence about everything. So I guess, yeah, if uh, Alex does make any plays on these NBA games where he is just sitting there riding the fence with his – do you have a green coffee cup today? Hold that up again. Yeah, I do. It's uh, it's a Yeti or whatever. So yeah, you can see, right? That's, that is terrifying. If you're watching – yeah, if you're listening to the podcast, you might want to go find this about the 940 mark. It's horrifying, truthfully. <laughs> but uh, – yeah, follow Alex on Twitter at underscore noobs. Follow him on BetSpurts at just Alex Christensen, all one word. Mm-hmm. If he does have any NBA plays, I'm sure he'll post about it and let everybody know if he does end up nailing anything. I actually have a couple plays today. I ended up uh, adding to my card. I gave out some outrights yesterday. You can find those numbers for the most part still. I'll have more matchups tonight. We'll be previewing Colonial Country Club. Tonight on Approaching the Green with Pam, and we go over all our plays. She's on a hot start. I don't think she's ever missed a miss or make the cut bet now. Griot Griot had to birdie the last hole to make the cut, and he certainly did, and she cashed another one. So that's probably – I'll be playing her make the cut bet, but I will have all my outrights. We'll have have outrights. We'll have head-to-heads. We'll have prop bets and everything we do on that while I play this course, which I already played. Course record, 61. It's going to be within my reach, I think. But, uh, yeah, so far, a couple matchups I played right off the bat. Glover over Palmer at a plus number. I make this one pretty much a coin flip. Palmer's a guy I've backed in the past, too, and Glover's a guy I've not always been in love with with some just the, the way his putting goes here and there. But, uh, yeah, at this number, I make that some value. And then this is a guy's name. I'm not even sure I'm saying it right. Kazire? That sounds good. I'm, I've I don't think I, I've watched so much golf on mute that I'm still like, I don't even know how to pronounce some of these names that I bet on repeatedly, but him over Vegas, Vegas is a fade for me at this price too. So minus one Oh five. I found both those this morning, bet those this morning. I will have more matchups. Matchups did good last week. I went six and four on the, in the big ones and there were some, some decent plus numbers in there. So it's always nice when you can offset a little juice with a few of them props being, or a few of them head to heads being like plus 110, plus 120, taking care of business there. So check that out tonight, 7 Central, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. Is that right? Approaching Green right here on the same YouTube channel. I will probably set a course record and, um, you know, we'll get weird with it. So, how often do you set today? the course record? Is it every other time, every time? Like, what's your uh, the one time I forgot to set? I had the settings 
like jacked up a little and it was a little tougher to play. So I didn't, but yeah, I shot like a 60 last time. I think the course record was a couple over that. So this is a, it's a par 70. So the course record's nine under, I think, I think I can get there. I, I played it yesterday. I may have holed out on a couple of par fours. I might've had some silly <laughs> Eagles. So I shot a very silly record there, but um, yeah. And then after that, of course I will be fasting due to the, the again, the respect for Phil. <laughs> Tennis marches on you. Your order of play got goofed as it often does. Um, I mean, just the one from yesterday that hasn't started yet. Yeah, I'm trying to there's, there's just me talking about It's Burrell or Burrell. Burrell. I, I don't think that's till like tonight or yeah, overnight. That's, that's actually tomorrow morning. I think that that got pushed back. Looks like this number is is mostly gone, unfortunately. So good for us if you got on a plus one ninety. I would play this down to plus 180, which I think you still might be able to find, but it's on the move and might be gone now. So hopefully you grabbed that yesterday, but that's probably not going to be till tomorrow morning, unfortunately. Yeah. The uh, the parlay came through. Arubareba and Muhammad, easy squeezy. Muhammad had a little trouble, but she she dominated third set. Another one you gave out yesterday was Kong over Vigeli. That's another one that's that's going to start in like 20 minutes. And that number has also been beat up a little. Like you gave out Kong at a pretty decent price. I, I think she's like 170 something. Yeah, she's down to like plus 135 at some places. So hopefully you were able to grab some of that early on because you can get some pretty nice numbers if you're on the right side of these. But uh, you did have some French Open. Again, qualifying qualifying is like a full-ass tournament. Like You have to play several matches in a row and win this tiny little bracket of a tournament to get, what is it, 16? Do they throw 16 yeah, I think it's 16 in? spots. They start at 128, and there's, I think, three rounds, so that should get you to 16. Yeah, you, uh, another parlay. Oh, same girl. I think we spelled her name right today. We did. I missed a value yesterday. Apologies to Lara, but we're going to go back to bat here with Miss Arborena, and uh, we're going to put it together with Harriet Dart. You know, as I look at these two matches, Arborena is playing Antonio Lautner, a player, again, just well beneath the level that she has um, I'm looking at her at minus 230 I had this closer to minus 300 so happy to grab her and put her together with Harriet Dart um, a younger player again not her best surface to be perfectly honest but talented getting better on the clay has been starting to pick up some wins she's going against Gabriella Talaba um, again a player who is at a much lower level she's used to playing ITF tournaments and kind of like lower level UTR type things so Surprised, you know, she even had enough points, frankly, to get into qualifying here. So two women that I think should be well into the minus 300s, both uh, less than looking at minus 230 for Lara and minus 275 for Dart. So happy to put that together. And then we have it over, Andy. We're not going to stack it. I don't know if this goes three sets, but Corpatch is playing Schmedleva here. And Corpatch, a pretty big underdog, was surprised that this line was so wide. And instead of betting her as an underdog, I love the over 19 and a half here. I was, was even able to find this at... Um, standard juice would play this up to 20 standard juice, frankly. Just going to be a really long match. We have a defensive player in Schmedlova. Corpatch is a pretty solid server. I think we're looking at at least a 7-5. Might even look at betting, yes, there will be a tiebreaker here when that stuff opens up later tonight. So I think we'll have a nice, long two-set match. Maybe I will talk myself into sprinkling the three sets, but haven't yet. Didn't love that price when I saw it earlier. We'll see how this goes. And Again, I'll do a little more research this afternoon, but really like this over 19 and a half. We'll play this up to over 20. That's a nice boy. If you do get your tiebreaker on 19 and a half, then you, you can turn the match off nice and early. 
Like, you just lovely. you just need yeah you just need that one one. It's nice to that's my favorite part about tennis. And truthfully, you, you shouldn't ever turn a tennis match off or unstart on your flash score because uh, never you, over. You, well, it's never over because especially the WTA, you get. I don't know. Is is that is there empirical evidence or am I just being an asshole? Like, no, do you think I mean, there, no. Do you think there's more retirements in the WTA than ATP? Well, I don't know if there's retirements. I, there is more comebacks at the end of the day. Well, no, but I mean a total. A total. Once you get, if you got a tie break, you yeah. get to one one. You're you're fine. Yeah, I, it's, I, there isn't. I don't think there's more retirements in the WTA than there is the ATP. It's just you have stuff like we had that three set under that almost. I don't know if that's ever happened in the ATP, and if it does, I have no memory of it. It happens in the WTA a couple times a year. Um, it, it's just the nature of the game. The women's service rates, the hold rates are much lower. Um, and that just leads to more inconsistency. Returners have a better chance to kind of turn the match around. So, um, it's a little more dynamic and frankly, that's why I like the women's game. It's, um, a little more up in the air. You get to see more rallies a lot, and things like that, as opposed to, you know, the men's game, which is nice. Every once in a while, I am pretty impressed watching those guys serve. It's fun from time to time, but again, much less certainty. I'm sorry, much more certainty for the men. I like certainty. I live I live for certainty, Alex. That's what I need in my life. So all right, a couple more French Huffman qualifiers. You should be able to find this basically anywhere. Like, it seems like we're betting some weird smaller market, but qualifiers are up everywhere. I've had no trouble yeah. betting into these markets. So you should be able to find that just under WTA. In fact, like that one was this is yeah, this is probably a higher profile than Strasbourg. <laughs> to tell you yeah. the truth, like being in the qualifiers is better than being at Strasbourg, you know, in, unless you need one, you're already in and you need one last little tune up or you want to go play a couple matches in a different part of France. So, oh, I think that's it for us today. Like nobody, nobody hopped on it. I, we used to have a guy that was always posting unsolicited hockey picks. I was going to give him shine. So like, if you got like two minutes, if you have a hockey pick, you are the guest picker for the day. If you have something, and you know what, if you get it right, I'll even say something nice about you. Um, NBA lines that we pulled up were courtesy of the sponsor, WinBet, where you can still sign up and get your $500 risk-free bet, take, find a nice nasty underdog, bet it on that, take your money and run and laugh all the way to the bank because it's risk-free money, 1000 if you live in Michigan. The links to that are in our pinned tweet at BraunBagBets, which you should follow. You should also at follow at BetSperts. They are giving away $100 right now just for liking or retweeting a tweet because they were jerks about it and said that there's going to be news coming out. And they said, but not for a couple days. So you have until the news comes out, until the press releases are firing away tomorrow to retweet and like that tweet and get yourself a hundred free dollars. I know the guy who will just pay tell you the money personally. He's good for it. So let's, uh, let's get weird with that. And yeah, good luck to everybody tonight in all your NBA, NHL, MLB, tennis, ATP's going on too. French happy. open right around the corner. All that there's uh there's some racing this weekend. I might go to car. I might go to the local dirt. Tra- it's not even dirt track, but, I may go to the local track and watch some stock car racing. The kids want to go. So well, I, like I don't that. know if I can bet on that, but uh, I will try to see. You'll figure something out. Somebody in the crowd is going to be a taker on that. So, all right. With that, we'll catch you tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. And give it a thumbs up in the YouTube because, again, that's, Great that's the only, right. only thing keeping me alive at this point. It is. Andy needs it. Sustains him. I need this. It's the only thing that gives me dopamine anymore. So we'll see you tomorrow, Wednesday.